we've never been funny. No, we're terrible. Not for a moment. We're only ever serious. Serious as a corpse undergoing a tax audit. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> Hello and welcome to JudgeCast. This is episode 270. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Prilliman, and I am joined this evening, afternoon, morning drive to work with the one and only Samantha Har. That's me! Hey! It's a new year, new us, new year's resolutions. You know, this is the year I might actually leave my house and get a haircut. I finally did. The last time I, I did a haircut mid-pandemic, I, I chopped my own hair off with kitchen shears, and it was, I looked like Lord Farquaad. So I, I have finally <laughs> gone to go get an actual haircut, and it's, it's very cute. So we are going to be talking today about, really, Judge Academy has put out a fair amount of information over the last two months. We're going to talk about what those, what that information that they've released is. Not necessarily changes, but more updates and news. You know, as as Judge Cast, uh, we want to convey the information that is relevant to the Judge program, and a lot of the information that it, in lieu of events right now is, you know, what's going on with Judge Academy. Yeah, we've had all sorts of stuff happening. Um, lots of new staff members, lots of new projects. We're doing a whole, whole bunch right now to gear up for the potential for events to come back. You know, we're all hoping that the Omicron stuff goes away and, and things get better sooner so we can all get back to our fun event lives. I saw either earlier this week or late last week that there's like some sort of other variant that's a combination of Delta and Omicron that's detected in France. Ugh, enough. So, yeah. one of the big things, uh, membership dues. Indeed, indeed. So, in case you missed it, um, dues for this year were set to 75, and we're no longer doing a tiered membership thing. Used to be, it was like $400 for L3s, $200 for L2s, etc. Um, and when, you say, it is when you say we, you mean Judge Academy? Uh, yeah, I okay. mean Judge Academy. Okay. I, I work for Judge Academy, so okay. yes. Yeah, just... Clarifying for our listeners. Look, not and, me. Yeah, I don't... and let me, let me also be be very clear that it is not me specifically. Samantha Hard did not do did not do this. <laughs> okay. I I don't have that much power. But yeah, so now now the the dues are the same for everybody of every level. Okay. Which is kinda nice. Yep. Um now one one change with respect to dues is there is no mailing like annual mailing that that goes out to every single member like there was in 2000. Correct. Yeah, so used to the dues would pay for the certification process and also the the foils and stuff that were getting sent out via direct mail, but no more direct mailing, so now it is way less expensive to maintain your judge membership. Um but now, yeah, foils are given out in a slightly yep. different way. Yep. And this was this was announced. Uh, we had Nicolette on back in October, and we 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 talked about this. But yeah. just a, as a refresher, so now these dues were due technically by the end of December, which uh, per my calendar was a week and a half ago. Um, that's the time. That's that's the direction that time is moving for me as well. Um, but fear not. Oh. Um, you do in fact have some wiggle room, judges out there. 
you you do have a little bit of leeway you have until Jan until the end of January to pay so now that's okay so one thing that's that people have asked is like what if I became a judge over the course of 2021 well then your membership you, you pay on your year anniversary it's just most of the time people were bulk added back at the beginning of 2020 when the judge program rolled into judge academy so right. most people tend to reset in the december january time frame however you dear listener might be in a different situation if you're unsure feel free to reach out to me or just to the generic email questions at judgeacademy.com because i am always happy to look that up for you and make sure you're all set yep and if you are let's say you are an l2 and <laughs> you're like eh Without events, I don't really see the point in paying the 75. I'm not doing anything. And you do not pay. You let your membership lapse. It was due in December. And you didn't pay in February. Or sorry, in January, rather. And then, let's say, hypothetically, May comes around and Watsi announces a super awesome OP program. The O being for Omicron. So it's Omicron Play. <laughs> and you're like... Oh man, I got to get in that. I'm going to get back into Judge Academy and you start from the beginning. Yeah, um if you aren't paying membership and don't so if you don't pay membership, you are going to get reset back to the last unpaid tier of membership, which right now is Rule Advisor. But another thing to note is that that also any required maintenance you have to do, you have to do it. So if you pay the fee and don't do any required maintenance in basically in time, whenever, whenever that those dues, you know, due dates come up, you will also be reset. So make sure that if you, for L1, for example, L1, for example, I know there are a lot of like community modules that were required and people that didn't do them, I think got reset as of like June, 2020. So if you're if you if you run into any problems, do in fact check that you have completed all the required modules because some new ones are some new ones have come up and some new ones are going to continue coming up. So, summary, January 31st good, February 1st bad. Yes. If you go onto the Judge Academy website and you can't figure out how to give them money, then you can go on the Judge Academy Discord, or you could do a click on the little contact link, uh, or you could just yell at one of your local L2s or L3s. But the, our ability to help you is going to be a little bit limited because once you pay, your screen looks different. So I can't like, okay, now you should, you know, go to this page and now you should see this thing at the bottom because I'm going to see something different than what you see. Yeah, and I, I highly, highly recommend not waiting until the very last moment of January 31st because there are a few bugs we've run into where people just have like random designations on their account that tells our system that they they aren't allowed to pay for their own membership and it's goofy but it, and it's an easy fix, but I don't want you guys to run into that at 11 p.m. Why would you not <laughs> be allowed to pay for your own membership? There, it was a weird bug where in the past, if you had paid for other people's memberships, it would, it, it, I think it confused it thinking like, okay, like Brian, say, say I had paid for your L3 membership in the past. It, it was like confused thinking I'm trying to pay for an L3 membership for me. Uh, so it's a good Samaritan bug. 
Yeah, basically. Okay. So we, we have to go in and pinky pinky swear to the, the website that we're not trying to purchase levels or the certifications we aren't actually, All right. you know. Okay. But yeah, so don't wait till the last minute. Let me help you in case anything comes up. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you from a, just in my job, we have our performance evaluation system, right? And they always tell us, you know, you have to put in all your achievements over the last year you have until december 15th to put them in and then they go like don't wait until the last minute and obviously it's like i'm gonna wait till the last minute oh my god when it comes time to put it in me and everybody else trying to put it in we we end up like whatever we crash <laughs> the system Just sabotaging it yes so don't don't do that but yes you are we are currently in a grace period next up conferences so yeah conferences digital conferences are going to continue into 2022 and physical conferences are are going to be allowed in 2022 at for the time being um there there's been a little bit of back and forth on this now that omicron is picking up but as of right now um yeah digital conferences great physical conferences please do physical conferences if and only if you are certain you are going to be safe doing it yeah for example, I had back in November, early November, I requested for a physical conference in January. Then Omicron happened in uh, South Africa, and then it happened everywhere else. And so we are we are moving that conference to digital. And that does have a little bit of an impact because the foil pack support is different. So physical conferences, you get the two new foils. And you get two mm -hmm. old ones, whereas for digital conferences you get the two new the the two new foils, but you do not get too old. And I'm going to say I agree with that. There are going to be people that say like, "Oh, it feels like you're taking something away from digital conferences," and I understand that. But I agree with what Judge Academy did because physical conferences the 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 baseline for conferences since I can remember has been. Four, card, four cards in a pack for physical conferences. And physical conferences take a lot more work and a lot more commitment to actually be present and create content and organize with TOs. Making a digital, making a digital conference is, is very easy compared to a physical conference. I also I agree. I also feel like as as an attendee, I get a, I know I personally just get a lot more out of physical conferences. Yeah, and real realize that prior to 2021 digital conferences weren't really a thing at all so like if you were in australia okay where no one lives in the center of the i say no one lives in the country in the center of the country but the population density in the center of the country is very very sparse right there are a few major metropolitan areas and if you aren't in one of those areas you're kind of you know out out there in in limbo unlike in, in a way that doesn't really happen in the U United States, right? Like, there are actual judges in the rainforest of Brazil kind of thing, right? And digital conferences for those judges, absolutely helpful when you have to drive over a mountain, a mountain range, and, like, go into a different country in order to go to a conference. But that wasn't a thing before 2021. So the whole digital conferences was kind of a... a a change that Judge Academy made to support the judges and continue doing conferences when we couldn't get together physically. So 
digital conferences was an exception to the rule in 2021, right? Yeah, and I, I think it's really, I think it's great that they're, that Judge Academy, at least at this point, is continuing to support digital conferences, because I think that it is a welcome addition to the the things that Judge Academy sponsors, but I, I also can appreciate wanting to encourage people, or wanting to encourage people via sponsorship to do in-person conferences, if it's safe, yeah. because you, everybody just gets so much more out of it. One of the original reasons for conferences was to get judges in the same room together and get get face to face time. It's enormous. It is meet people, meet people in your area and socialize. And the socialization aspect, I, I realize that people say like, well, I can socialize on Discord. Yeah, true, but it's not the same. I, I, I personally feel that way as well. I... I think there there's a lot of great things that come out of online discourse. Lord knows I am online all the time. But yeah, there there's honestly something just really special about being in like a Denny's with other judges at midnight because you've <laughs> stayed there way too late annoying the waitresses talking about EDH and whatever else, you know? Like So And I, I know that sounds goofy, but it like those experiences have have like shaped me as a person. Not just as a judge. Okay, funny, funny story about going out to dinner after. Uh, this was a, it was a conference up in Atlanta, maybe four or five years ago. I had gone up, driven up, flown up, something something like that, because it was our, our, our regional conference, and we were all going out to dinner afterwards. It was a big group of us. It was like 40, 50 of us. A lot of judges are younger, younger folks that don't, you know, can't necessarily blow 30, 40 bucks on a dinner. So where can you go that's cheap and feed about 40, 50 people in Georgia? Oh, God, it's going to be a buffet. It is. It was going to be Golden Corral. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we all went to Golden Corral and Nicolette was our RC at the time, regional coordinator at the time. So this was back before Judge Academy. And... Uh, we took a picture outside Golden Corral and posted it on Facebook or something like that. Within a half an hour, my mom <laughs> messaged me and was chastising me for taking Nicolette, you know, for taking to taking a, a girl like that to a place like that. <laughs> and it was just like, You bunch of ruffians. Right. Dragging poor Nicolette to the Golden Corral. I agree with Mama Prilliman. <laughs> but it was just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> she raised y'all better than that. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. So th those are just those are just things that don't happen at digital conferences. Your mom doesn't doesn't message you and then chastise you for going to Golden Corral post judge conference. Uh, okay, these experiences matter, folks. They, yeah, they're core to our culture here. Yes. All right. Um, the, uh, judge Academy, and again, uh, when Nicolette was on back in October, they announced that there was a new website. There is a new website. I'm going to do my typical, every time I talk about Judge Academy, I'm going to mention this at least once. Please, please, please go update your information so people can find you. Everything's set to private as default, but 
legit, I was looking at approving people for a conference, and on the display, it gave me the person's nickname, and it was like their level, private, their location, private, their city, private. And I was just like, I don't know who this person is. Right, especially like if for conferences or events that are regionally focused or even locally focused, how are we supposed to approve people for like a Central Florida judge conference if we don't know if you're actually from Ohio? And and your name is like you know like Mickey the Shark. Like I don't (laughs) what? Like it's cute, but who are you? Yeah, exactly. So please go put your name. Like the whole the whole point of being able to search and have your stuff search is so that when I need to, you know, send a message out to all L2s and you know, I want to find all L2s in my area that I can actually go to Judge Academy. I can be like, you know, L2s, Florida, get the list and be like, OK, these are the people I need to contact. These are the people I need to message. And, oh, hey, I didn't know this person was an L2. All right, great. Let me add them to our regional chat or something like that. Like... If if you enjoy getting hired for things, yeah. make yourself hireable. Yeah, that's that's a good way. So one of my favorite aspects of this though is is the sheer level of customability here, customizability here, because I, I don't know if this is still the case, but at one point my my husband's listing was like state, Florida, country, private. Yeah. <laughs> like they're never gonna figure out what country we're from. Nope. It's just secrets. Yeah, absolutely. It's like no one's no one's gonna know where Florida is, no, or Texas. So yeah, super so sneaky. This new website. Understand that stuff might be hard to find on the website. Again, ask people if you need help finding things. There is a lot, a lot of stuff that's still under construction. So please pardon our dust. We are working through a whole bunch of stuff. If it seems unintuitive right now. Hang on. I promise it will get better. Um, If you are looking for membership renewal specifically, it is judgeacademy.com slash memberships. Go there. All right. Next thing, back in October when we had Nicolette on, they announced that they were going to be hiring some champions. Well, those champions done got hired. They did. Yeah. Let's go over who they be. Do you want to do you want to say who these is? I can say who these is. Okay. So the champions are logistics champion is Jonah Kelman, a level three judge. The rules champion and the policy champion went to both went to one person, and that person is level three judge Daniel Lee. The community champion role went to level two judge Matthew Fox. And oh, oh I don't know this last one. Who is this? Yeah, I, I don't know. She somebody, like somebody good at communicating. I don't know that that's true. (laughs) (laughs) The communications champion role went to me, level two judge Samantha Har from Florida, kind of. Florida. 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 So those are your champions. Uh, Okay, so this is is Brian wants to ask a question. Um, Okay. Why did you guys drop the, the, the paladin, warrior, bard? cleric oh we we didn't i just don't refer to them that often for clarity but we we haven't dropped them um and some of the champions and by that i mean communications champion didn't have one and i when i asked my fellow champions 
warlock. What my thing should be, they said that I should be a communication barbarian. Hmm. And I think that that is delightful. Hmm. What do you mean, hmm? I don't know. I, I think I kind of like warlock. Communications warlock. Yeah. <laughs> I just show up and communicate with a dark magic and poof out of the room. Right. And uh, you need to take a short rest often. That is kind of true. Yeah. I do be napping. Yeah, that's that's one of the things about warlocks is they need to take short rests very often. <laughs> it's fair. It's so, fair. So we're going to talk uh, a little bit about... Actually, do you want to just jump ahead and talk about the, the first week stuff that happened last week and then we can talk about the end of year celebration? Sure. Since um, that kind of in. So last week we did a, a new series called First Week, we being Judge Academy. Um, so we have a bunch of different just types of content coming up that we are working out releasing on regular schedules and one of these different content series we refer to as the first week series because the first full week of every month we are doing sort of one presentation a day um, and they could be presentations by the champions they were this first time around but in the future they could be by anybody um, much like you would kind of see at a conference if you have a topic you want to talk about to an audience over Twitch, then we would love to have you present. So, yeah. It's really just to, like, I don't know, give people a different way to communicate and be in touch with, be part of and be in touch with Judge Academy and relate to their own communities and, yeah, just a new way to communicate. I think it's a lot of fun. We had a good time with it. I will get to be... Topics topics approved within reason. Like, don't be a pest, but... <laughs> I will be Don't be good. <laughs> Don't be goofy, but if if there is something you are passionate about and it isn't completely bananas, I would love to hear your pitch. And on top of that, you this is not going to be like language or region specific necessarily. If you want to do a presentation in another language for another region, you are absolutely welcome to. We want this to be international whenever possible because we want judges from every region to know that they are included and, and being heard. Yeah, now... This this was one thing. This past week, the presentations were at 9 a.m. Pacific, Pacific time, yeah. which was during the work day for a lot of people in the U.S., but or the business day, but were evening available for a lot of people in Europe. Is there going to be potentially shifting of those times around so that... They're more accessible during the, like, I under I understand with a multi-global program, multi-global, uh, multinational, multi-global, multi-global. <laughs> we're we're dealing one with, day Perlman, one day. It's the multiverse. Okay, you've got the Tobey <laughs> Maguire version of me. You got the Andrew Garfield version of me, and then you've got the Zendaya version of me. You know, it's just that's the way that is. So it's a multiverse program. Spoilers. <laughs> Yes, it's a multiverse program. No, I guess I guess my question is, are you going to have these at different times, or are you going to mix it up for the different so, regions? Not only is it probable these will be at different times, these are darn near guaranteed to be, because generally, going forward, um, we really want to let the start time be up to the presenter, because, you know... I don't know what the best time to do a presentation is if the, like, intended live audience is the whole western side of China. 
I wouldn't have any idea how to recommend a best time for that. Okay. So if somebody wanted to present to that audience and, and make that the focus, then I would take their recommendation. And if that means I got to get up at three in the morning to do it, you better believe your communications champion is going to be up at 3 a.m. to do it because I want to. And you probably haven't actually gone to sleep yet. No, no. I never sleep. Yep. I'm an absolute gremlin. So, <laughs> yes, those. to answer your question, short version, yes, those times will change. Those times will probably change a lot. So keep an eye out for social media stuff announcing what is going to be and when it's going to be. Oh, when. All right. So this this week we had... Am I correct that we had four? We had four present for the four champions, and then Nicolette on Friday. Is that correct? Yeah, we had. Yeah, it was Matthew, Daniel with policy, Jonah, and then Daniel with rules, and then Nicolette did a presentation as well. Okay, so these are all currently out on Twitch. You can mm-hmm. go to the Judge Academy Twitch page and watch them. They're all about an hour long. The first one, uh, Matthew Fox talked about that is our community barbarian. Bard. Bard. Community bard. And Matthew talked about pre-releases and judge gatherings in general introduced themselves and kind of set things up for future activities. Kind of they laid out the, the roadmap, as it were. And Daniel did the same thing with policies uh, policy modules. Jonah did a did a presentation on logistics and started talking about gaining experience for versus events versus online learning. Uh, and then Dan Dan came back with uh, talking about rules and uh, what his, what his goals are. Yeah, we really wanted since since all of us are sort of different levels of new hire, we wanted to give each champion sort of an opportunity to talk about their specific champion role and what they intend to do with that role because I don't know that when the jobs were posted it was entirely spelled out and part of that isn't I'm sure intentional because we're all we're all each doing a whole lot of things and we are lucky enough to have a whole lot of wiggle room to pitch ideas try things out so I wanted my my sort of thought was with this was to get all the champions kind of in front of a an audience, you know, who who may have questions about who are you and what are you doing? You know, like now now that you're hired, what what exactly are you up to? Yeah. So and one one of the things that's that's kind of interesting about this, so we've had uh basically five hours of Twitch content created the first week of January. Um Judge Academy last year they didn't collect any dues and they were they they've used the word in hibernation, which is really, I, I guess, because they weren't collecting dues, they kind of had to contract and be really lean, very lean, right, right, to to just make it through because it's just judges were all in in you can't do events that kind of thing, so it's good to see that yes, we're making the return to dues, but they're also hiring new people and they're starting to generate content again or again because the pandemic hit like three months into Judge Academy. So they're generating content beyond just tests. Yeah, and that's that's something that I personally end up really focusing on. Um, as far as social media outreach, I my favorite part of my job is that I get to talk to judges all day. And I love that. I love hearing everyone's opinions. I love getting everyone's feedback. Like the people that talk to me all day, you know, regardless of whether, you know, 
their feedback may be good, it may be room for improvement, but they all care, and I really care. So it's nice. And I'm really, really enjoying it so far. So that's that's most of the changes for Judge Academy this year. I do want to talk, unless you have something else. No, I don't think so. Okay, cool. Then I'd like to talk about the end of the year celebrations that we had last month, uh, specifically because you really only went to, you were supposed to only go to the one in region. I'd like to talk about ours. How much fun were those, though? It was a lot of fun. Aaron, it was so much fun. Aaron and Spellman did a really good job. So for those of you that don't know, okay, my name is Brian Prilliman. There is another judge named Brian Spellman. Okay. I'm, They're the same person. Okay. We, we, we both spell our name the same. Our first name, Brian. We both spell Brian the same. And our our names have a P at the beginning, double L's, and then M-A-N in them. And people always get us confused. Spellman got... Spellman would get messages where it's like, Hey, Prill, can you do X for this conference? And he would just send me... He's like, look at this. <laughs> so this, this conference... Don't exactly know what other regions did. Ours was the first week... I believe it was the first weekend in December. I think that sounds right. I, I, I ended up going to two. I went to um, south and I went to east. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. That was, for us, it was a winter theme complete with Aaron and Spellman wearing, like, warm jackets and fuzzy caps and stuff like that. And having, like, digital fireplaces and ski resorts behind them. Despite the fact it was... fully on theme. It was really, really cool. Despite the fact that it was, like, 80 degrees outside because we're in the south. (laughs) You know? We can pretend. Yeah. It was it was great. Like Spellman had the big ski goggles on while talking. It was it was really well done, really well organized. We had I want to say twelve or thirteen different presentations. Yeah, it was a bunch. It was a whole whole bunch. Right. I, I definitely want to just a uh, regional shout out to those those two organizers. They put together and they coordinated a lot of people, and they got everything mailed out in a appropriate. Man, like really quick, actually. Like those two are pros. They they've got this whole system figured out, and they have it nailed down. They're they're fantastic. All right, so that's actually uh, a, fair, a fairly light episode. That's all. That's that's all that we've got. Uh, probably the next episode we do is going to be Kamigawa spoilers or not spoilers. Uh, release notes. I think when's that coming out? Probably. Um, I, I, Kamigawa. I, I thought came out like. In- middle of or end of february oh is it that uh february february 11th so probably not the next episode the in two episodes we're gonna have the kamigawa stuff i don't i don't know i don't know this futuristic stuff i don't know if i'm gonna like it or not oh don't be a grumpy old man about it it's gonna be fun oh you're just because it's all anime-ish oh my god it's <sighs> i gotta be honest i really really have been hoping for a long long time that they would go back to kamigawa but i really I'm I'm just 1% like bummed that they are doing just a completely different take on Kamigawa. I think that there's a lot of room for cool storytelling still with the original stuff, but whatever. It's it's cool. It looks nice. It's How about neat. this? How about we end the show and then we we have post show banter? Cuz I have a I have a feeling we're going to we're going to do our meandering, our Brian and Sam meandering 
<laughs> God, I know. We we get on a call and just talk we about do. whatever kind of we stuff do. for forever. Yes. All right. That's our episode. Join us next time when we talk about a topic that is probably not quite yet Kamigawa, but we'll figure something out. Until then, you can send us an email at judgecast at gmail.com or like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at judgecast. Till next time, I'm Samantha Har and I keep it fun. I'm Brian Prillman and I keep listening to the Twitch stream where they're talking about policy and I don't hear any references to the annotated IPG. Just a, a whole weekend weekend at Bernie's April 15th edition. What on earth does that mean? What? I don't know what any of that meant. Okay, April 15th is tax day. Is the oh, day yeah, your taxes are due. And we you don't know what weekend at Bernie's is. I think it's a movie, but I don't it know. It is a movie. It's been a very long time since I've seen it, so I don't quite remember the setup. But it is two comedians. Okay, they're comedians in real life, not but they're they're playing you know two buds they get invited out to this guy's cottage and they're gonna get something but the guy dies oh and they have to make it through the weekend pretending that he's alive and they get some sort of benefit or perk so it's basically just these two guys dragging a corpse around for the entire (laughs) weekend trying to convince people that bernie is really alive that's pretty funny. I'll have to check this yeah, out. I'm looking, I'm looking at the Wikipedia, and this came out um, about a month before I would have turned two years old. Yeah. Now, what's even funnier is there was a sequel with the same corpse. Nuh-uh. Yeah. From 1993. 1980. Why? Why? Oh, this was based on a novella? Like an actual book? What distinguishes a novella from a book? Uh, the length. No, novellas are, are, I think they're like longer than a short story, but smaller than a book. Like there's some sort of page limit. Okay. You know what I would call those? What? Books. Maybe maybe it's like they're not large enough to like justify their own book binding process. Like they don't have enough pages. Fine. Mm-hmm. Fine. We're, we're right. going to stream of consciousness. Look this up. Uh, the difference between a novella... Okay, here we go. A novel and a novella. A novella is a standalone piece of fiction that is shorter than a full-length novel, but is longer than a short story or novelette. So, novelette? How do you, okay, well, how do you define any of these things, though? Well, like, well, you you novel, can't just a, define them by comparing them to each other. A, One of these has to have a standard. A novelette is simply a novel with that little crown on it that, that, makes, that makes it sexy. Yeah, you know, like Bowser turns into Bowsette when he... he Oh my god, it hadn't even occurred to me that you would even know what that is to make that joke. (laughs) So a novelette is a novel that has put the little crown on. And is... I'm uh, gonna go bananas. I'm gonna lose my mind. As a corpse. Settle down! (laughs) Yeah, they're just short. Okay, Uh, but it... uh, complexity you got to give me like page count word count I, compl- something to go by here here we go difference between a novel and a novella with table okay maybe the table will have and it's got an advertisement for magic cards right in the middle oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god her- hermit druids had a price drop ah here we go ah ah okay a novel length 
for a fictional piece of writing to be a novel, it should generally have more than 200 pages. It is uh, a novella is shorter than a novel having about 200 pages in total. So 200 pages is the break for when a novella morphs into a novel. Pokemon powers up or digivolves or whatever. If it digivolved, it would also become a refrigerator with a gun. And a television in it. (laughs) Typically does not have chapters as it is a single piece of writing. Uh, Oh. That's an interesting distinction. Has less characters and themes than a novel. Uh, The word count is typically 20,000 to 40,000 words, approximately. Okay. Now, this is interesting. It says to be a novel, it can go up to a maximum of 8,000 words. So I wonder what happens. A maximum? Yeah, I wonder, like, how many... Okay, so how many pages... Then what does it become? (laughs) Like, what what does it become when it is more than 80,000 words? No longer a novel, it's it's an er novel. <laughs> a scion of novel. Right. <laughs> how many how many pages is eighty thousand words? Three hundred and twenty pages. Is it turns into a kilo novel. <laughs> okay. That's super stream of consciousness. Alright. Ready to get talking? <laughs> 